Welcome to Jobber's Masters of Home Service podcast, where successful business owners share their secrets for making your business more profitable and efficient. I'm your host, Adam Sylvester, owner of Charlottesville Lawn Care and Charlottesville Gutter Pros for the last 15 years. I truly believe that service entrepreneurs need to come together from different service industries and swap stories, share tips, and learn from each other. By getting together and sharing each other's successes and failures, we can help each other level up. And that's the mission of Masters of Home Service. On today's episode, we are discussing adding new lines of service and how to package and price them. With me is Oscar Gill, owner of R3 Auto Detailing in Houston. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. And Kimberly Towers, owner of Red Rose Cleaning in Minneapolis. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. I know our guests today love Jobber. With Jobber, managing the customer experience from estimates to invoicing has never been smoother. Our listeners can get a special discount on a new subscription by going to jobber.com slash podcast deal. Trust me, it'll make your whole business more efficient and more profitable. Kimberly and Oscar, a lot of our listeners are business owners. They want to do more. They want to add more services. They want to offer more to their clients. But as you both know, there's some strategy that goes into it. You don't just start willy-nilly. So Oscar, what do you think is most important if a listener is thinking about starting a new service? How did it go for you? The thing I like to say is like, you have to see what's a distraction versus what's the opportunity. Mm-hmm. What are you going to prioritize in your business? That makes sense. So like for us, we do detailing services. So for a while, we actually thought about offering residential, like home carpet cleaning, because mm-hmm. we have the tools to clean the interior of a car that has fabric. And we're like, well, we have the tools. We can literally go into a home, clean a carpet, clean a, a chair, whatever. Like we have the exact same tools that we need to get the job mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. But once we thought about it, we're like, okay, well, who's going to, so we're going to, one call is going to be a residential homeowner that's asking about how do we clean all these chairs. And then the next one is a Toyota Corolla that wants to get their interior clean. So after a while, we're like, yeah, that's more of a, of a, of a distraction, not an opportunity, because that's like mm-hmm. a whole different business that we'd have to start. So when it comes to, to us offering new services, it's like, what is what actually makes sense to add to our business that aligns and like complements everything else that you're doing? Not like, oh, it looks nice. Let's go do that. Mm-hmm. That's a super good point. And that was me in the beginning. I got really excited and I like see shiny things and I want to do them and I want to offer them. So with the home cleaning, we just really wanted to make sure that that system and process was down packed and we could basically like do it with our eyes closed before we added anything else. So that's one thing I would really suggest is just making sure that what you set out to do in the first place is being done really, really well. And then he hit all the points like whatever you add complement it so for instance we um, just added a new scent line a couple weeks ago so room sprays candles diffusers so that's something we can add into the homes and that our customers can add on to their service but it doesn't distract from what we're doing in the home it's just yeah, a compliment I love, mm-hmm. I love that when we first started doing gutters we added power washing about a year into it bought the machine had a whole nine yards and a year later we were done because it mm-hmm. just wasn't the right fit another thing was we we realized that once you go into another service there are cousins to that service that are that should go along with it that are way away from the original and so it's like two steps removed. And so we just had to, because then you had to do window cleaning, all this kind of stuff. We didn't want to do all that. And so we yeah. 
We made the same mistake a lot of people yeah. do. We just jumped in, and then a year later, we had to scrap it all. So how do you know when the right time is? Like, how do you judge whether your core service is going to take a hit or not? Because you don't want your core service to take a hit. How do you decide? Yeah, I mean, I kind of what I said back to... If you, the service that you're providing, if it's going really well and you're making money and it's you've simplified it to the point where you're not working too hard to perform that. So like our cleaning was down packed, our processes were down packed and I got a little bit of an itch to to want to do something else and be creative in another way. So I would just say making sure that what you have and set out to do is really a seamless process. You can start looking into what you can add on, but research in that area is super important. So that's something else I would highly suggest is just researching in that area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for me on that one, yeah, because I, I can look back at all the services that we offered. For me, I'm going to just say speed because like it's mm-hmm. one of those things where like you really don't know what's going to happen. As much as like you can plan or think what's going to happen, once you actually get the ball rolling and you actually get customers coming in, that's when you're like, ah, oh, no, this is not actually mm-hmm. what I expected to happen. Mm-hmm. So, And we've done it multiple times with multiple services where, like we, again, like we have the, the skills, the the tools and stuff, so that, okay, like people are asking for it, let's just do it. Let, whatever the case Let's mm-hmm. just bring, bring them on. And then once you actually book them in and you go through the trials and errors, and you're like, ah, actually, what we thought it was going to be like, they're asking for a bit, a bit more. Mm-hmm. It's taking a bit longer. It's whatever, whatever. Just kill it. Like, we're, that's it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. there's a day it's like, nah, it's just not working out. Just kill it off. Yeah. And for me, it's, like, it's one of those things where, like, you just, you just don't know it's going to work until you do it. So for me, like, I, if we, whatever tools, products that we purchased or labor, whatever, it's like, well, just kill it. Just, we learned it, it didn't work out. And we'll just take that learning. And next time we do something, we'll, take that learning and apply it here and hopefully we don't make the same mistake. But to me, just speed, like the add a new service, get the customers, get paid. Do we like it or not? Yes. Keep on going. If not, just stop it. It, it, it doesn't make sense. Oscar. So give us an example of something that you've, you have tried and it was successful. So on this one, probably the most recent one was the, uh, it's called smoke odor removal. So we do, we clean cars, right? But some vehicles, whether someone just smokes, whatever, any, any kind of smoking, so over a few months, we kept on getting requests from customers saying, hey, do you do, guys do smoke odor removal? That's like a very niche service, and you don't see that very often in detailing. So it never crossed our mind to do that. So we just like, no, we don't. Like, we don't even have anyone that we can recommend. Just We just don't do it. Like, there, mm-hmm. there goes money walking out, walking out the door. Mm-hmm. So after a while, we're like, maybe we should actually, like, <laughs> try this out. So we took a class, got certified learn the proper services and from there we just and it's not like this one is like a like a heavy volume of like there's just a bunch of it's a very niche like every couple months maybe someone asks for a smoke odor removal hmm. but the ticket price on that one ranges between like 600 to 1400 dollars so little by little just like the first person that contacted us and we're like yeah we do do that now and they're like and they, and they booked it in it was 800 dollars, and we're like oh wow look at this like <laughs> this is working ding, you know? ding, ding. yeah and that happens a few more times and then at some point we had an insurance person they reached out to us because their client their house had burned down and some of that smoke got into the vehicle mm. so they needed the insurance was going to cover getting that smoke order out so that one contact has sent us he sends us every vehicle that needs smoke order removal and it's been like over 10 vehicles also just one dude that needed someone that he couldn't find anyone else yeah. we were that provider and from there again like they don't they pay whatever, whatever. our price are because it's it's through insurance and such and, and it, is, it is a tedious service but that's like a, a prime example of like trying a bunch of stuff. And, mm-hmm. and from there, yeah, it's, it's been a, a great hit for us on, on that service. I love that. Awesome. Kimberly, what do you think? Good for you. We launched a scent line. So I always had this idea that I wanted to do something else that didn't require 
us to be in people's homes. So mm-hmm. I had to figure out a way that we could make money without having to physically go clean. It was kind of like a bottleneck for us. So everyone, when they have their house cleaned, loves a good smell. That's one of the things they say when they walk in the door, they just want to be like, ah, oh, like it smells good in here. It feels good in here. So I wanted to provide that in our own signature scent. So a couple months ago, my manager and I went and we mixed some scents together, some essential premium oils, came up with a scent, bottled it, put our own branding on it. And on May 1st, we launched our room spray. It's called Room Bloom. And the idea is that when you spray it in your home it feels like the red rose was just there and people are eating it up they Mm. love it i know that they love to support us and have um, the product in their home and since it's branded with our logo and a little bit about us they feel like they're supporting us and having us be you know a part of their home and a part of their community without us physically being there so it's been so awesome and i love being able to not only have that in minnesota and in the homes that we clean but also be able to have it like nationwide now because we ship. So it's been really fun. And I'm trying to, you know, get it into car <laughs> detailings or whatever. <laughs> yes, <talking> <laughs> so we can, we can collab. Yeah. I love that. Something you also said earlier was that you also, and you don't sell these necessarily, but you have merchandise mm-hmm. and hoodies and stuff because you said your, fr- your friends want to support your business. Yeah. But not every friend can afford to have their yeah. house clean. And so it gives them an opportunity to support you and mm-hmm. spread the word. And their, I like that. It's yeah. it's in the same vein of what we're talking about. I really yeah. like that. Yeah. One thing that we've done with gutters is, you know, we did gutter cleaning and some repairs and stuff in, the, in early on. But then we realized that the gutter goes, a lot of times goes into this underground drain and those get clogged. And so we, we added underground drain flushing to the mm-hmm. services, which was a perfect match because- if you clean two out of three, it's not really clean. Yeah. You know, one other thing I would say in terms of knowing when to start or do a new line is gauge the excitement of your team. Mm. If they're eager to do a new service and you're all on the same page, probably move forward. Now, if they're not on board, that doesn't mean that you know that you don't, you might still push forward if you know in, the, in your gut it's a good service, but mm-hmm. if they're all eager, it's probably a sign that you're ready to move forward if you've checked all the other boxes. And I love with that being said, like I love getting them involved in that and having them take some ownership over it. Like you guys had to do training and stuff like that. Like it wasn't just you bringing my manager along to help create the scent. Like she feels so much ownership over the scent and is promoting it, I think, way more than if I just went and did it myself. So including other people just besides yourself, I think can make a really big impact on how you can spread that service to the community and get people to purchase it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oscar, earlier you said that you got certified, had some of your technicians, basically Mm cross-trained. Our listeners might be wondering, like, should I hire a brand new person just Mm -hmm. for this new line? Or should I try to use people who already have? What's your take on that? Like using existing resources? What do you think? Yeah, for us, it was uh, my partner that got uh, trained and certified for that service. So on, on that regard, we just learned that skill ourselves. I think it changes when the volume gets bigger, right? Because then at that point, you need like a dedicated crew. Mm-hmm. So we're adding two other new services over the next three, four months. And like we can learn the skills and we are learning the skills. But it's, it's one of those services where like it's a lot more time consuming, a lot more tedious, a lot more like this will take up one whole week mm-hmm. of one person's uh, schedule. Mm-hmm. So at that point, it's like, well, do we do we decrease our other services now? Because now we're spending all this time on this one vehicle with 
most of the detailing services that we offered in the past, it's very easy to just learn that new skill. Mm -hmm. But with the two new services, which is called vinyl wrapping, it's called it's car wrapping and PPF, paint mm -hmm. protection film, if anyone knows what that is. It's a lot more tedious work. It, uh, the ticket prices are, are much higher. And um, like that, like over for sure over the next like six months, we'll have to kind of restructure how we like schedule the cars, who works on what, just because it's like a completely different service and it will like mess up our other service as far as like how we schedule and such. It's like, okay, how do we, how do we optimize our schedule now? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I also think it makes sense if, if someone's thinking about starting a new service, try to rent that stuff, you yeah. know, rent it, go do it on one of your employee's mom's house or some a friend yeah. and try it out, rent it, don't, but don't go buy a bunch of stuff, you know, if you're just trying it out. But I do think there is a little bit of concept of like sticking your toes in the water with, mm -hmm. with trying a new service because it might be a lot simpler or a lot harder than you thought. Mm -hmm. And Thankfully, you didn't go out and buy a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And to that point, like, uh, and even you said it of like having your team included with it. Mm -hmm. So, like, the vinyl wrapping, car wrapping, however you want to call it. A big part of that is because our the newest employee, I think he's twenty years old. We could just like he has this like fire, this passion. I mean, for weeks and months, he was like, bro, let's 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 offer this service. But, but, <laughs> but to your point of of of, uh, of testing things, that's like we like just panel by panel. Like, hey, let's can we wrap your hood? Okay, let's do that. Can we wrap his roof? Let's go do that one. Can we wrap mm -hmm. uh, that hood? Let's go do that one. And that, little by little, we're like, okay, we're actually this is actually kind of cool. It's actually kind of fun. But it really started from that individual like having that fire. Like he, he really wants to do something. He really mm -hmm. wants to try it out. Great. Let's take a thirty second break and we'll come right back. I could never go on vacation. Running my renovation and contracting business took up all of my time until I found Jobber. Last year, I actually headed out of the country and went to the beach for my vacation. I could schedule my team, update job details, make sure my customers were getting taken care of and we were getting paid. All from the beach. You need a vacation and you can do that too. You need Jobber. Smoother from start to finish. Quote, schedule invoice and get paid. Start your free trial today at jobber.com. Listeners to the podcast and get a special discount on a new subscription by going to jobber.com slash podcast deal. If you aren't using Jobber, you need to be. Jobber has made my businesses more profitable and more efficient for sure. So have you ever tried offering a new service to like a new, like a small set of some of your really loyal customers just to try things out? You ever tried that before, Oscar? So on this one, for instance, the smoke order one, just because we got trained certified for it and what we had to do wasn't much different than what we were already doing. It's just like the process was a bit different. So on that one, first person that came through, all right, what we're offering. Like there was no like, let's what we're offering it. Like what mm -hmm. we're doing it just because the- Brand new customer. Yeah, just what we're doing it. Yeah, because the service that we were doing, like the smoke order removal was already aligned to what we already, our other services. So it wasn't much of a difference. So we already knew we could do the job. Mm -hmm. It's just the process was a little bit different, but we were fine with there. So I think the first customer was like 600 bucks. And then from there just, yeah, we just started offering it. With like the vinyl wrapping, that one, not customers, at least like the first iteration of like getting the reps in and just trying to get a bit a bit better. For sure, like without a doubt, we'll reach out to friends, family, or customers. We'll offer like, hey, like Johnny customer, you know, if you want us to wrap your hood for free, you we know each other, whatever, whatever, totally free. You'll be our first official customer. If you just want to leave you here for like half a day, we'll wrap mm -hmm. it. And then, so that's how we take it on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A couple of years ago, we had a situation with my landscaping company. We had never done design before, but I really wanted to. And so over the winter, I downloaded the software. Didn't cost very much. It was more of a basic software. Come March, you know, the early birds start calling in and several of them wanted ideas, designs mm -hmm. and stuff. And I just started piecing together these pretty basic designs. But to the cu customer, they were very yeah. fancy because mm -hmm. they, they didn't have anything to compare them to. And it went very well. It went really well. It never took away from our core. It didn't stretch us too thin. Mm -hmm. it, it didn't cost us very much money. I really like 
shooting like little bullets and then the cannonball mm. after you mm. take aim mm-hmm. instead of just shooting the cannonball right off the rip <laughs> you lose all this money yeah. oh that's no fun yeah. what do you, yeah. you think yeah we tried to do carpet cleaning so we are kind of in the position where everyone was asking us do you clean carpets i kept saying no no i have no recommendations no no and i'm like this money is flying out the window so i'm gonna just start saying yes i'm gonna find someone to subcontract to do carpet cleaning for us and we're just gonna go for Mm. it the only test i did was i had them come into my small apartment and clean my carpet which was extremely clean i wasn't even there and i didn't even meet them and then i was like looks good let's go for it and it just didn't end up working a lot of people did want the service but in terms of like the amount of money I was making from it and the work I had to put in and the way I structured it, it just didn't work. And I did like put it out to all my customers right away. We put it on Instagram right away, put it in like a little newsletter to our recurring customers. We do offer this service and it just ended up being something that I didn't put enough research or time into and it kind of just fell flat. I would love to get back into it, but I would definitely want to like test the, the company more, look at numbers more and just do a better job of research on on the back end. So you hired a subcontractor to do it. It wasn't in-house. Explain that more. Right. So we were looking at doing the carpet cleaning, wanting to offer that service. I was looking at my staff and our time, and I was like, okay, we're not going to be able to do this. I don't want to go buy this equipment. I didn't even think about renting it, as you suggested. (laughs) So I thought, what's the best way to do this? Let me find a company who already does this, already has a training, already has this stuff in process. I talked with the owner of the company and they're great and they do a great job. But the things I didn't consider, which I would highly suggest people consider when subcontracting, are insurance costs. So I have to pay insurance on my subcontractors. I didn't realize that. And then also if they align with the mission and kind of core and culture of your company. So when my subcontractors are going out to my clients' homes, they're representing the Red Rose. They're no longer representing their company. So do how they act and show up and the way that they run their business, does that align with the way that we run our business? And that's a conversation that I wish I would have had in the beginning. I wish I would have almost done like an orientation, like a Red Rose orientation, brought them Mm -hmm. through the handbook and just ask those questions because I kind of just like put it out there. Luckily, nothing went Poorly, They were respectful and our customers did like them. And like I said, they did a good job. But I just don't think it aligned with what who we were and what we were really trying to do. It was kind of in the beginning, just something I was like, ah, I think we can make money off of this. Let's just go for it. I ended up I didn't make any money mm-hmm. over a whole year. So I made some clients happy, but that's about it. <laughs> you learned a good lesson. I learned a good I, lesson. <laughs> I, so I actually feel pretty passionate about this because over the years with my grass business, my gutter business, I've had a lot of opportunities to do this whole subcontracting thing for various reasons. I ultimately decided that I'm just, I'm in the business of gutters and grass, not in subcontracting. I settled on that and you know what? I'm not in the business of making money off of a sub. I would much rather say, ma'am, we don't do that. Here's who you should go with. Mm -hmm. They're great. Call us when you're done. Okay. And then I just take a deep breath. Like my hands are clean. It took me a long time to get there. Uh, and I made a lot of makes mistakes doing it, but I, I do think that for most of our listeners, that's probably the best way to go is, ma'am, we don't do that service, yeah. but this company specializes in it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Let's stay in our lane. 
they can stay in their lane. And nine times out of 10, the client's like, oh, great. What's yeah. their number? Right. They don't even bat an eye. We're so mm-hmm. concerned about losing clients, losing work, losing re- the referral. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen. People don't think that way. Yeah. And I think it's just a case of wanting to be everything to everybody. Right. And something my brother always reminds me of. He's like, Kimmy, what do you do? We clean houses. Okay. So that's the first thing we do. And once you start trying to be everything to everybody, yeah, your hands get tied up in too much and you mm-hmm. can just get lost. In yeah. It. And not, not only that, but not, not that we do that, like as far as offer a bunch of services, but there's a company in Houston. They do, and they're ginormous company. Like they have a, their shop, about a thousand vans out there. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's what I'm getting to where like they do roofing, landscape, electrical, pest control, oh, wow. plumbing, HVAC, and they're all in-house. Wow. But with that, it's like you basically have like nine different businesses mm-hmm. and like the amount of staff and like how many processes and like answering the phone and like the tools you need for every van. And it's, like, it's so ginormous that like, yeah. mm-hmm. it also leads to like simplicity. Like this, this is all we do, yep. gutters and, and, and grass. Mm-hmm. We, just, we just detail cars. We don't like mm-hmm. paint. We don't, we, mm-hmm. That's all we do. So it's like, it, it makes it a lot easier to just run your business as well. Yeah. Breathe a little easier. Okay. Yeah, I think that we have a lot of listeners who might have just started their business a couple of years ago or in the last two or three years. And it might be okay to tell them, hey, look, just stay strong. Keep getting really good at what you do. Would you guys agree with that? Just like, don't be consumed with trying to do more and more and more. Like, stay in your lane, stay specialized and do what you do excellently before you ever think about other stuff. Yeah, I agree with that. Just because, um, yeah, in the beginning phases, like, and a lot of times where it's like, you're not making the money you want and you're like, well, if I had this other service, I'll get some mm-hmm. more customers. And it's like, well, most of the time, no. like, it's not the services you offer. It's like your marketing, your lead generation, right? That's like, you could probably have one or two services and mm-hmm. hit whatever goals you want if you know how to bring in the customers that want that specific service. So it's, it's not about adding, oh, let me, well, if I had more services, I get more customers and mm-hmm. I can make more money. Like for us detailers, usually it's like, okay, you're going to start off with like the most basic, like, washing the car and doing a basic interior cleaning mm-hmm. and like go just if that's all you can do right now just do that and little by little over time you'll get a different tool yeah. you get more confidence get more experience and then you can start offering new services so for for me 100 percent, it's like start off with the most basic thing that you can mm-hmm. get comfortable get experience and over time you mm-hmm. add new services add new whatever just because you actually have that confidence in yourself yeah. And I think just to like wrap it up, we started in the beginning talking about like that entrepreneurial mindset. Of course, we want to have our hands in all these different things and make money in all these different areas. But I think there's really such a value in staying focused and staying in your lane. Yeah. If your business is is unhealthy, adding more services will just make it more unhealthy. Mm-hmm. It needs to be healthy before you move on. Mm-hmm. Let's do a recap. So number one, before adding new services, make sure it's the right time. Make sure that it's not going to take away from what you already do and make sure that you've got your ducks in a row before branching out. Number two is test it out a little bit. Maybe rent a machine if you need a machine. Have a couple clients that are that trust you and know what you're doing. Maybe they can allow you to do it for free or something and just test it mm-hmm. out and stick your toe in the water and don't bite off more than you can chew. And then they talk about subcontractors, making sure that the subcontractor fits your brand, Mm -hmm. fits your values, is doing it the way you want it to be done. And if you don't have a subcontractor that can do that, then be confident in your own business to just let them go hire them directly. Exactly. This has been a great conversation. How do our listeners find out more about you guys, Kimberly? I am at The Red Rose MN on Instagram and Facebook. And to uh, those that want to need help with their detailing business, you go to on Instagram, it's at Detail Groove. That's where you can uh, send me a DM or anything and I can help you out. What about the podcast? The podcast, uh, my podcast is the Detailing Business Class Podcast. And you can find that on YouTube, Spotify, wherever. Great. 
What you guys are doing matters. Thank you. Your businesses matter. The impact you're having on your clients, on your team, on your own families, on your community, it matters. I really appreciate what you guys are doing. Thank you. Thank you. If you like this episode, make sure you subscribe, like it, review it, do all that. It really helps other listeners find it as well. We'll see you next time. I'm really grateful to our listeners who tuned in today. I hope you heard something that will make your business more profitable and more efficient. I'm your host, Adam Sylvester, and you can find me at adamsylvester.com. Remember, your clients and your team deserve your very best. So go give it to them. We'll see you next time.